one. Uh, welcome back to another. Wait, how did we start the last? <laughs> we have a specific intro. I, I like that as the intro, actually. Just really unprepared podcast host. Just for, welcome. Welcome back. Oh, shit. Hold on. We be back. Hold on. <laughs> Just bloopers uh, the entire time. This is the Dog Check Podcast. Welcome back to Dog Check, another podcast for Browns fans only. This is your co-host, Yusuf Ali. I'm Jake Solomon, and Yusuf is smoking. <laughs> yeah, and, and because this week was sad. Last week, we was all had all this positive energy. We had just whooped some ass. Yeah, this is uh, a little bit different. It was, that was a tough law. It still, it still hurts, and it's Tuesday. It hurt. It still hurts. It doesn't feel good. It was the worst kind of loss, too. An exciting game, but a loss. Yeah. And we just, a lot of opportunities. I, I, you know, we were up two scores at one point. I was like, yeah, we're about to run away with it. And then, you know. And then y'all saw what happened. We're going to get right into it. So without any further ado, they always say further ado. I don't know what ado is, but. I don't know. Without that, let's get right on into it. out of bounds and then Higgy gets grabbed so there's two PIs on one play uh, they don't call it I mean but we shouldn't have even been in that position like I said left too many points in the field um, first half but it's that's very frustrating when you know we didn't do our job enough to you know to just take the ball game away and we left it in the hands of somebody else so we got to be better on that Arizona Cardinals team coming into our place this weekend. So, 
All right, uh, like we said, y'all, we we took a loss. It was a it was my first time really watching Justin Herbert. I don't know about you, Jake, but I don't watch too many other teams that the Browns don't play. So unless like whenever, whenever the Browns play them, that, if that's my first time we playing them, that's really my first time getting a good look at whoever. It can be their first year in the league, their fifth year in the league. If the Browns didn't play them yet, I'd never watched them play, and that was my first time seeing Herbert. And that fucker is everything he is cracked up to be. Yeah, Justin Herbert's really good. Last year, he broke the rookie touchdown record set by Baker Mayfield. Uh, he can ball, man. It was, I was so envious just watching him sling it all over the field. I was like, I was just like, man, I wish, I wish Baker kind of did more of that. I wish he just, you know, pushed the ball downfield and, you know, I don't know if he's not comfortable with it or, you know, it's not part of the game plan, but I was very jealous and envious because, I mean, you could tell. Uh, Herbert's got it. He's he's gonna be. I think he'll be up there with Patrick Mahomes in terms of best quarterbacks in the league. I think he's that talented. And he can run. I didn't expect him to run like that. Yeah, yeah. He he he, he can run when he needs to. He, he's obviously pass first. He but if you saw it during the game. The the kid will stand in that pocket and he'll let things develop. And against us, it was a lot of touchdowns that he let develop. So. He definitely don't look like a rookie. Yeah, they developed it. Oh, my God. It was so many plays where that one dude, I just learned his name, I think is Williams, their receiver. He was <laughs> Mike so Williams. Open. Mike Williams, he yeah. Was so, open so many times. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was, so I was at the game. The problem with being at the game when you're an away fan is that they don't really show all the plays. So I don't really get to see replays, especially when they would benefit the Browns. Uh, but especially on those, like, touchdowns, I didn't get to see where there was a breakdown in coverage, miscommunication. I don't get to see. All I got to see was Mike Williams all by himself. All it was, it was like, it was like a Madden game where one team just does pump block just to say fuck it, and nobody's around the receiver. That's kind of what it looked like. I had no idea why or how that happened, but goddamn, it was too easy. Miscommunication. They say miscommunication. It's like, yeah, if that kind of miscommunication is everybody out there was fucking, fucking Helen Keller. Ain't nobody <laughs> to know about that dude was wide open like 7 Eleven at two in the afternoon. That didn't make no sense. And then the that second time, it happened like a second time and he jumped in the end zone. He he couldn't even believe he was that open. That shit was crazy. Yeah, and that was. Eckler? I didn't know Austin Eckler was good. Yeah, it's funny that you, you really only get to see these players until they. They face the Browns, so you, you most of your knowledge is Browns and AFC North uh, teams, apparently. Yeah, I can tell you about <laughs> everything in our division, but I can't tell you anything about anybody else. Yeah, Austin Eckler's good, but you know, I really, I wasn't that impressed with their run game. Uh, they obviously could, I guess. I mean, I don't think it's up there with ours by any means, but uh, man, I, I wish we would have gotten more pressure on Herbert, especially for those plays that took a while to develop, because they had, I mean, they had multiple. Uh, home run, big home run plays, just way too many, way too many. It was too easy, we made it way too easy for them. We did a good job on the run, they, and you're right, they didn't really need to go to it. But I just noticed how fast he was when he did run, and then he scored yep. like two or three times, including yeah. where they, they drug him into the end zone because we needed more time on the clock. And let's just, 
I want to go through play by play, but right quick to the end of the game, we get the ball up by one. With I wrote it down exactly how much time we had on the clock, and this is ridiculous. We get the ball up by one with three minutes and fifteen seconds left. We went three and out. You know what? It, you know what time the clock? How much time was on the clock when we gave the ball back? Two minutes and 49 seconds remain. We only killed not even 30 seconds <laughs> in three plays. That was terrible. And of course, all they got to do is, you know, not fuck up in the way our defense was playing. One week, the defense was the, the, defense was the hero against the Vikings. Yeah. And then this week, the defense was the culprit. Yeah, we, uh, defense let us down. I mean, we, I don't know if I've seen an injury bug uh, hit a team in a game as hard as it hit the Browns against the Chargers. I mean, we were losing everybody. Clowney didn't get to play. Denzel Ward has a neck injury. Greedy Williams hurt his shoulder at one point. I mean, it seemed like everybody was, you know, I think, uh, was it Malik McDowell got hurt at one? I mean, it seemed like we were really just kind of, who, who else can play? Who else is healthy? Like we got really, really hurt. And, you know, that was definitely a factor of being out of our, you know, without our two starting corners, that never helps. And um, yeah, that was, that was tough. That was a tough one. And then as far as other big, super major, super duper major plays, fourth and two, over the middle, Baker, why Baker to OBJ? I think it's the third quarter when this happens. Yeah. And he dropped the ball. It's very frustrating because he's not, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, but Baker can't find Odell. And I did see at the game, like, they definitely pay a lot of attention to Odell, for sure. It's more than what you get to see on TV. He's definitely doubled, and there's a lot more coverage. Or You know, they, they definitely shade him quite a bit. That being said, whew, there was a lot of plays that Baker had him, but wasn't looking his way. Again, I don't know what reads were what, but you know, visually, it doesn't look good if you have an open Odell. And then also, like you just said, him dropping that ball at fourth down, it's like, man, you gotta, you gotta catch that man. It's gotta. really just, it's just this experiment that's been an experiment that's a long experiment. That's really not an experiment. It's just not working. We saw what happened. Everybody saw with their own eyes what happened last year when Odell went out and Owen and then Baker went on this ridiculous streak, no interceptions, some one interception in like 10 games, something crazy like that, all these touchdowns with no OBJ. And then now he's back and we'll be on game five. We've played five games. And in five games, every Browns fan can count probably on one hand how many plays OBJ that made this year? <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. I don't know if they need a, a couple's therapy or what. I don't. I have no idea what it is. Is but it, I, I mean, it's on Baker for sure. I I don't know. I don't know what it is. I really have no clue. But it it is like I've never been like a person saying like we gotta trade OBJ because he he's so talented. It yeah, it sounds dumb to say that you gotta trade somebody that good. He has so much talent. You gotta get the ball in his hands. And it, I I think there's a coaching part of it too. Like even if it is a quick screen or something like that, or just a, you know, 
a quick slant across the field. You got to give him the ball, man. He's, yeah, he's still, yeah. Don't he, drop some four or five yard slants and let him run. Yeah. He don't got to be deep anyway. He's right. Fast. Let him catch it. Let him catch yep. the ball. Yeah, exactly. You got to put the ball in your playmaker's hands. And we're, we're definitely underutilizing him. There's no excuse for, for them not throwing nothing, like no underneath. Especially in that last drive. He throwing the ball outside to fucking uh, Hunt and Njoku. That was crazy. Yep. Like, yep. And then, and then one of the bigger plays, obviously, probably the biggest play, regardless of how many points were scored, regardless of how many people was hurt, that pass interference on fourth and seven that if, if called properly should have been either a no call or an offensive pass interference. Either one of those would have helped us out and we would have got the ball right back with great field position. Yeah. That, was, that one was... Yeah, we was up by eight at that point, I think, or six, yeah, something like that. We, yeah, we were up. Um, that one was tough for me because that was one at the stadium, uh, again, that they didn't want to show because, you know, it's at to their detriment. But... Of course, when I saw the replay, I was like, how did they throw the flag for that? How how did they do that? I was like, I could not believe when I finally saw the replays after the game uh, to see where the refs screwed us. Because that was that was the game. That was game changer right there. Once that, I, I mean, I don't want to skip segments, but that was my kind of key play. I thought that changed everything, that fourth yeah, half. Yeah. That was, that was like almost like that Saints um, Rams. Was it the Rams? Oh, yeah. Uh, was it years ago? I know what like, you're talking about. That pass interference. Pass interference. Yeah. That was the most, it was more at stake because that was a playoff game. This is only week five or whatever, but still, that was fucked up. Like, these refs need some type of punishment of sal- paycheck cutter, mm-hmm. kicking the ass or something. Like, they needed something. Yeah. With Miles Garrett, helmet slap. <laughs> Especially when it's that obvious. That was ridiculous. Yeah, that was wasted basically no interception game. Wasted fucking the Joku's big game. Wasted the running back's big game. Yeah, that Everything. that but yeah, it it hurts to talk about this game, man. It was so we should have had it. We should have had it. And I do like I I agree too. Like I, I hate blaming stuff on it. Unofficials, because I think there's enough plays to happen. But man, we—it it definitely doesn't help, and we have to be—we have to play smarter. I don't think Stefanski called his best game. Uh, I think I thought that he uh, some questionable play calls. Obviously, that third and long uh, when we ran the ball, um, run, and then passed on second when they should have ran two straight times in the first yeah, place. Right. Um, a lot of a lot of issues with that, um, but I wanted to hear kind of your take on on Baker. I think especially after this game, uh, a lot of people are frustrated because they want to see much like what Lamar Jackson did last night, which was take over. You know, because you like I said, we got the ball with three minutes. And 15 seconds, no, 44 seconds left. No, no, three minutes and 15 seconds left. Right, that's when Eckler missed the PAT. Which was another crucial play. Yeah. A missed extra point. 
which is crazy. The way we were scoring, you definitely can't give up no extra points because we, they damn sure knew we was going to score again, but we didn't because we get the ball back. It's money time. It's a contract year. Everybody knows it's a contract year. This is where you make your money, Baker. You have to win this game. We've been scoring all day, damn near making it look. Some of us look, but a lot of that shit was making it look easy. We perfect plays, everybody doing their job. All you gotta do is yours, and you throw. They wasn't quite. I saw I heard somebody call them checkdowns. They wasn't quite checkdowns, but they was only like eight yards. No man, that you can't <laughs> prevent defense and prevent offense prevents you from winning and you can't I hate when when coaches do I think it really shows like I don't know if it's a a a lack of experience but like when you really restrict your playbook to being that conservative like you just said those eight yard five yard routes you can't do that you gotta you know this is where you put that kind of talent that too man is you can't you can't be that conservative because that's exactly what happens. You do those plays, you know, and you... I wonder how much I wonder how much say so Baker got at the line mm. to be like, you know what? What would he just say? Hey man, the joke will go deep. They can't fuck with you. Go <laughs> and like this is crazy, man. Like, you know what I was I was I was talking to some friends afterwards, and I was like, I, I'm very curious, being that we are an uh, an analytics team. What does the data say about us throwing a ball deep? Because that has to at least be a, a, a likelihood for a pass interference or a catch. What's the likelihood of that being an interception? You know, and I was really surprised to see us not even try to take a shot and to see Especially us. like I said, we have the talent. We DPJ yeah. can catch. He, he got the size and the hands. Fucking mm-hmm. Schwartz got the fucking speed, and I'm sure he can get it if you get it to him. But we said it last part. The, the fucking receivers sometimes are outrunning the ball. Yep. On that fucking on that last throw, that hail mary throw, mm-hmm. it fell to nothing. It fell right where somebody could have caught it, but everybody <laughs> outran the fucking ball. <laughs> was that was crazy. a crazy. I've never seen a hail mary with people falling like that with no call. Uh, like it just, I don't know. Is, it, is nobody being? I mean, it's weird to. You have to really know on, on a you know last play, hey Mary, that it was a foul or a penalty, but uh, it was just like I didn't I didn't see how uh, the joke would trip, but it's just weird, such a weird ending, like you said, just to, it, the ball landed, nobody touched it, it wasn't even swatted. Yeah, I kept watching it. It was like I don't know if if people Jones didn't see the shit when he looked back and was so far in front of the ball because if he would have looked back a little earlier and saw it, he could have oh shit. And turned around and went and caught it, but I don't no. know. Man. That was such a shitty way to lose. Yeah. But can't win them all, and I guess, I guess I'd rather lose like that than to just get get our ass whooped. Like if they were scoring yeah. forty seven and we only scored like twenty one, mm-hmm. that right. would have been that would have yeah. been and, really. T- <laughs> and this this is the other thing to keep in perspective. It, it's easy for us to be like real, like critical of everything right now. But our two losses have come against the Chiefs and the Chargers, arguably, you know, the best teams in the AFC. These teams could both be in the Super Bowl this year. They're very, very good teams. And I hadn't heard that until this week. Every talking head team is talking about how the Chargers now 
is the one of the best teams in the AFC. And I didn't hear that two weeks ago, but I guess so, because <laughs> they beat the Browns, who have Super Bowl expectations also. So I guess if you can beat the Browns, you are pretty good. That's we a measuring stick now, ain't that a big? <laughs> The Browns are we never had that. I know. You beat the Browns, that means you're good. Oh shit! I don't remember ever saying that ever. I've never heard that either. Wow, that, that is, is us. Great. That's us. We have arrived, kind of. Now it's time for the metaphor of the week. Uh, how did this game make us feel watching it? I didn't think of this yet. <laughs> Me neither. Think, uh, fuck, it was back and forth, back and forth. Exciting, fun, super fun. A lot of big plays. And then we got cheated. And then we fucked up, shot ourselves in the foot. So it was two, two reasons that we lost. So this game was like, my God, good time. This game was like being at a party, right? You at the party, you see girls, you know, you dancing, the DJ playing all your favorite songs. He even playing shit that you play in the car that you don't think nobody else like. You like, holy shit, how is he playing this shit? You see a old girl that you have fucked a couple times that you meant you, that you gotta fuck again. She with it. She gonna call you when y'all get to the after the after the club is over. Everything is feeling good, right? You thinking that you having a hell of a night. You got on a hell of an outfit, and then you come outside and somebody done bashed three of your windows out, stole your radio, stole your work clothes for whatever reason. I don't know even why you got your work clothes in the car, but they stole that shit too, and pissed in your car just for. And they stole one hubcap. Damn. Damn. So and the hubcap. That's what the felt like. It was good uh, all the way up to the last part of the night. Yeah, I would say, I would say this game felt like, I was going to say also, it was going to feel like going to, going to a club and then you're having a good time and then all of a sudden the power goes out. What? We're having a good time. And then they say, you got to go. Fire marshal's here. You got to leave. You got to get out. But you're like, we're having a great time. And then the power comes back on. You're like, all right, we back at it again. Here we go. Uh, and then uh, you found out that you were uh, ripped off at the bar. Somebody else was using your credit card and you got charged like $200, but it wasn't your fault. And, you know, we got cheated. So. And then you got shot. And then you got shot. And then you got shot. Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much how it felt. Terrible night. Yeah. Matter of fact, you got shot by your friend who you didn't even know he had brought a gun in the club. And it went off by mistake. Damn. Damn. That's exactly Yep. Now you got shot. Mm. Yep. And now the the Browns lose because we go three and out in less than 30 seconds and get him the ball right back. (laughs) Damn. That's the perfect metaphor. Yep, that's, that's pretty much like getting shot by your friend. Yeah, that's all I would say, yeah. Baker, you're supposed to be our friend. Coach, you're supposed to be our friend. Mm-hmm. This you're going to call? This is this, this how you going to do us? Mm-hmm, yep. You, you ain't tell me you had a gun. We, I could have right. I told you to leave that in the car. Right. right? <laughs> I wouldn't have got shot. I would have told you to go another route. I would have I would have had a better idea. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Selfish. Selfish. Like I said, it was a shitty game that we lost, but we do have some game balls to give out. So let's do that right quick. Uh, you right. want to uh, go with your first game ball? Go ahead. I, right. have one. Uh, yeah, I'll just, I mean, in a loss, and I'm still biased, I'm not going to give the game ball to anybody on the Chargers. Uh, I'll give the game ball to Njoku. Man, that dude balled out. And it's very clear he is better than Hooper in every way. I don't think it's ever been, like, a real discussion. He's always been more athletic, but the guy can block, with the exception of just that one time that – uh, Baker got hit on his blind side, but seven catches, seven targets, 149 yards and a touchdown. Like he was the go-to target. You know, it would be nice to see them kind of uh, use him much like a, a Kelsey in Kansas City for those mismatches. He's a he's a big body, and he's the only one we got. We don't have a receiver that is his stature. So it'd be nice to, to kind of look his way more, especially – uh, you know, those goal line situations to throw one up to him, see what happens, because it, it, it definitely looks like he's catching the ball better now. His hands have gotten much, much better. So I would give the game ball to him. Uh, and I guess, you know, the running backs as well. But definitely the joker. I was very impressed. I'm glad we kept him because I remember when it was up in the air when we got Hooper. And it was like, and he was like, do I even need to resign with these motherfuckers? Do I need to start looking around? And I was like, man. I like Njoku, man. And this yep. year, is, he really been, he, he having a, a hell of a year so far. So, yeah, I'm glad we kept him. That's a good game, Bob. I was, I'm, I definitely want to give mine to the running backs. Uh, fucking Chubb got that 52-yard run, and then Hunt got two touchdowns. They, they just, what they have combined, like, Almost 300 yards. I can, let me find it exactly. Stats. Here we go. They had 228. 228. Combined three touchdowns. That's fucking great. Chubb, Nick had 161 yards. Including yeah. a 52 yard. Oh, 222. Uh, sorry. Same thing, but 222. And so, yeah, I want to give it to them. Yeah, that was so. Nick Chubb is so good, and, and obviously we do have, uh, uh, you know, one of the best lines in the league. But if you watch Nick Chubb, that guy finds the hole, and he cuts so fast, and he's just really, really great at just finding the lane. Um, you know, that's why I think he'll be he'll last a long time in this league, just on his vision. He just he sees it so well. He sees the field. He has such great vision. I love watching him run. I said it before, he's my favorite to watch since Barry. And I used to watch Barry for the same exact reasons. So it's actually a little bit different reason. I used to watch Barry because I knew he was gonna do some crazy ass move to spin a defender around or something like that. Nick Chubb, he don't make defenders look silly like that but his cutback ability and the way he keep his eyes on looking for the next hole and the way he keep his feet churning, that's some Barry Sanders type shit. I love it. I love watching him. He's my favorite. Just, I think he's my favorite. He's probably my favorite Browns running back ever. I, I would say player, 
but I still got a, a deep, deep appreciation for Josh Gordon, man. It's so bad <laughs> when, when it turned out. But I do remember yeah. his last Browns game. He caught a touchdown from Baker, and it was dope. So we always had that memory of Josh he Gordon. Did? But yeah. Right. Yeah, he did. He did. And then the next week, we cut him or traded him or something like that. Man, like that. <laughs> and, and like, cause it's like now he back with the Chiefs. If we would still kept him, and then maybe it worked out with OBJ, and then we have him, OBJ, and Juice. <sighs> man, yeah, I, I wish he could have stayed on the straight and narrow, cause that would have, man, that would have been nice. I mean, he has so much, so much talent. It's crazy. I mean, I've, everybody knows how much talent he. I mean, he's he's been freaking reinstated how many times in the NFL? This dude just they cannot quit Josh Gordon. They love Josh Gordon. He's the most reinstated dude in, in in history. Yeah, I don't I don't know who else there'd be. I mean, maybe well no, Ricky Williams was I think reinstated once. Yeah, Josh Gordon just uh, he he has the record. I don't I don't see anybody beating that record. All right, well, so I guess that's our game balls for this week. David Njoku and Nick Chubb and I guess Kareem Hunt. Yeah, he yeah, got him in there. Yeah, he had a good game. He did his thing. He did his yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. He made the play. Um, all right, so now let's take a look at next week's opponent and then give some previews and some predictions. <laughs> Look like we playing Arizona next week. Tell them about Arizona, man. What we got to look, what we got to expect from them. Arizona is the last undefeated team in the NFL. Uh, Kyler Murray has arrived. He has 10 touchdowns, four interceptions on the year. He can throw, he can make any throw, he can run. They have DeAndre Hopkins, they have Chandler Jones on defense. Um, they're a very, very good team. Um, and it's going to be very interesting to see how the Browns uh, keep Kyler Murray in check. Um, I would like to think that it shouldn't be harder than Lamar Jackson. I, I, I think that we can contain him, hopefully with that experience going against Lamar. But it it is going to be a tough game, but I really kind of think the Browns are going to come in pissed off that they lost last week. I think, I think we're going to play with, with some fire in our belly for sure. Yeah, because it looked like I think they come in. Who they just beat? Uh, Cardinals just beat the 49ers, 17 to 10. Oh yeah, so that was kind of a I ain't gonna say a cakewalk, but we had way we better than 49ers. And yeah, we got we got some revenge to get. Uh, I, I like to think we should we should be able to bounce back. I'm looking at their stats here. Their league ranking look like they fourth in points. That's that's pretty good. It's 32 teams, and they fourth. I mean, they score more than 30, 28 other teams. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they they are. They're very good. Team. Yeah, they. I think they have the. Are they first in points against? Is that what you said? Uh, no, they fourth in points. 
Oh, they're fourth in points. Let me see. Yeah. Let me look up really quick uh, who's leading in points again. The Bills have 64 points against. Cardinals have 95. They're definitely leading their division. It's it's going to be a tough one. It is going to be a tough one. Cardinals are very good. What'd you say? That little fucker is good. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah, I like Kyler Murray a lot. Um, and I, I don't know who the what corner we have that's going to be able to cover DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, they got Hopkins, too. It's, it's going to be tough. It is going to be tough. So... It, it's we are hurt. I mean, we have. I can't. I didn't look at the injury report yet for this week, but man, I mean, we gotta. You know, it is that next man up mentality, and we, I mean, we really gotta come in. We don't scoring the Vegas with three point under the three point really? They got them plus three. Really interesting. Hmm. I mean, I, I guess know. so. I mean, the numbers would suggest that they. Yeah. Should beat us. They got JJ Watt on defense. They do, yeah. yeah. But I, I don't care about their line. It's not their line that I'm worried about because it's not gonna they're not gonna stop our running back. Let me fuck who they got. Um we they got are, a, a corner, I'm not sure. I know we're uh we might get Jarvis back. Uh for this we should week. be able to score a lot on these dudes, I'm thinking. I think so. I, we're hurting on our line. Jack Conklin might be out. Um, yeah. He's got to get MRI. Yeah, I know uh, Willis is hurt. Yeah, Willis, I think, is out. Uh, I have That's the outside right out. there. The inside the inside stable, but the outside is fucked This is... Damn, man. Yeah, that last <laughs> game really, really hurt us. And then... My boy Jock get released from the hospital because he had a throat contusion. So John Jock? What? No, Jock. Uh, uh, Jeremiah Osu. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. That's my guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah, he continues to please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's going to be a tough game. We're going to have to make do with, you know, having some key some key players uh, out of the game. Optimism and, 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 and love of the team and tells me that we're gonna win. I can't I can't I can't say I don't think we're gonna beat them. I I, I think we're gonna beat them. <laughs> so, if we run I'm wrong I'm wrong, but I think we're gonna <laughs> I hope so man. I, I think we gotta I'm worried if we lose this because we have kind of a tough string of games I thought coming up um, yeah this is a short week we play again Thursday man that's bullshit I hate Thursday night games yeah I agree I agree uh, at least you have the Broncos we should we should murder the Broncos that, yeah we, we should beat the Broncos we really should, we should it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be an intense game this Sunday I, I think this is this is one that Everybody knows we need we need this one. Not that it's a, a must win, but yeah, because I don't want to fall to three and three. That's ugly. Yeah. that looks yeah. ugly on the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't like seeing us not in se- like I want the division still. Like it's not. I was hoping so I was hoping Baltimore was going to lose yesterday. Uh, 
But uh, they the Baltimore does have the Chargers this weekend, so hoping the Chargers can continue their bullshit dominance and take take it to the Ravens. All right, well, that's our preview and predictions. So you heard it here first. We're going to beat them. At least we hope. That's right. Damn. That is right. All right, well, let's introduce a new segment to the podcast that we're calling Op of the Week, which we give a little bit of love to a, a somebody from another team that had a good week. And uh, the inaugural Op of the Week, first time ever Op of the Week, I got to give it to that, that guy, that guy in our division, Lamar Jackson. He had over 500 total yards combined of offense. Most of it in the air, 440-something, 442 yards of it in the air. And, I mean, they, he just keeps getting better and better. This dude, they say right now his stats are better than they were after five games during his MVP year, which was an amazing year in itself. And this dude just keeps getting better and better. So, yeah. I hate that. I hate it. I hate like I got a Ravens fan on my timeline, a, a good friend of mine, and uh, I told him like, man, I can't lie, man. Every time I watch him, I just wish that we would have picked him that year. I remember <laughs> we had a chance, we had a chance, man, and we didn't get him. We got Baker the next year, so. Yeah, he. Uh, I, I, I don't. I don't love Lamar Jackson. I still. I'm still hesitant about his passing skills. However, last night, I mean, he was lights out. I mean, he put the ball on the money. He ran when he needed to. Um, but like you said, four touchdowns, four hundred, you know, over 500 yards total. Uh, it's very frustrating as a Browns fan to see that. I wish, I wish he wasn't that good. I wish he wasn't. <laughs> but he is. He fucking really good. <laughs> he he balled. He balled yesterday. I was I was very impressed. Uh, I I cannot. Uh, Except giving him uh, kind of the, the, <laughs> my award for that, just because he's the Ravens. Uh, I'll, I'll give it. To, well, this guy I don't really love either, but when Tom Brady, senior citizen, threw for over 400 yards, five touchdowns. I just it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. He just keeps he just keeps balling. He keeps balling. I, it doesn't make any sense. He's so old. 411 <laughs> yards, five touchdowns. I remember seeing Peyton Manning in his last year, like just struggle to get the ball downfield. And it, I mean, however you feel about Tom Brady. Oh, Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning was only like 39, right? 38. Yeah, he. Peyton also has some neck surgeries too, so it's, yeah, it's yeah. not it's, it's not apples to apples, but uh, yeah, for him to do anything, to, for him to to me. For him to even stand up straight after having a fucking neck surgery is yeah. fucking amazing. Let alone fucking playing football. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. yeah, I'm just um very. It's very impressed with uh Tom Brady's doing. So uh, I would give it to him. Five five touchdowns, over 400 yards, and he's old as fuck. It's pretty impressive. Well, that's fair. Tom Brady is one of them. He he is a fucking. Once a one, one, what they call it, one in a lifetime type of motherfucker. He ain't, he's not gonna be too many Tom Brady's. 
this long into the game. And I don't know if it's ever going to be another motherfucker that wins seven Super Bowls. I don't care whose fault it is. The coach yeah. fault, the defense fault. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> this dude got seven. Either Robert or he. Right. Ball right it's now, so. it's gonna be tough to catch up to best. It's really tough to say that he's not the go. Um, yeah, he's made all the throws. They might get another one this year. They might win. They, they might. might they might, man. They might. All right, so that worked out. Yeah, for that's our, good. Our, shout out to Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson, at least until we play them, and then fuck those dudes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Next, we'll be playing Arizona. So, dog check, dog checkers, I want to tell y'all this. Fuck that little dude. You better not let him get off. Mm-hmm. I know he's little. He's slippery. He's hard to catch. But just don't make it easy for him. Miles Garrett, make it hurt. Make it, make him, make him think twice. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I want to see. I just want to see. I want to see more of uh, Baker not turning the ball over. I love, I love when he doesn't turn the ball over, and I want to see him take. I want to see him take that next step. I want, I kind of want the game to come down to the wire. I want him to be in a position where he's got to run a two-minute offense, and I want to see it look like poetry the way it does with you know the the greats in the league. That's that's what I would like to see. I want to see him take that next step. Hell yeah, Baker, you got this, man. Keep it up. No, no turnovers in two weeks. So keep it up, man. I know it's a short week. It's going to be rough, but we got this shit. So I guess that's another episode. Dog checkers. Until next week, I'm Lisa Wiley. Jake Solomon. And um, fuck everybody else if you're not the Browns. Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. All right, that's enough. Cleveland! This is for you!